This is Big Business with Sarah. This podcast guides you to finding what you desire most in life and business. Because running a business is very much about your personal development. In this podcast, I'm sharing what my clients ask me and how I help them. Thanks for joining. Do you want to annoy or inspire in your business? And I'm sharing with you the new essentials of effective marketing. Welcome to my podcast. My name is Sarah. And in this podcast, we uncover the latest trends also in business and marketing, uh, but also from a sustainable point of view. I'm a coach and I'm helping my clients. And through this podcast, I'm answering client questions. And my clients always ask me, of course, you know, what is the best way to reach their audiences? That's through marketing. And so today we're going to explore the new essentials of effective marketing and how to avoid annoying your audience. Sometimes a new client asks me how to do ads. And actually, I know exactly how. I've learned this and I have tried this and... uh, It's really hardly ever the time for it. And I even saw an Instagram story from someone who sells ads trainings that you need to have ads because with all the good content, you need to stand out. So you need to have ads. And I was like, wow, this is the world upside down to me. And of course, she sold those ads trainings. And I was like, no. Just create better content. That's the key. And I'm sharing with you five old marketing beliefs that are not here to stay. So, you know, if you decide to invest in one of those old methods, you're very welcome to. Uh, It's really up to you. But you can also decide to do your marketing, which fits the needs of your clients. And yeah, it's really, of course, it's really up to you. If you really want to do ads, go for it. Well, you know what? Actually spend some money on ads, see what happens. And I tell you, there will happen not a lot. And of course, ads, people will tell you, you know, who work in ads, uh, they will tell you that you need to invest a lot in order to see results. And this is exactly the reason why uh, you shouldn't start with that. Because when you're starting out, you don't have a lot of money, uh, probably. And it's so much better to grow organically and to work on your personal brand. Well, I'm going to talk about that today in this episode. So five myths of marketing uh, actually being praised by many people, but also many people who have no idea what they're talking about and just copying some old beliefs from about 2010 or something when the world was really different. So the first myth is you need ads for an online business. First and foremost, Traditional ads aren't cutting it with cold audiences anymore. In a world filled with ads everywhere we look, people have developed an ad blindness. So to reach your target audience effectively, you want to focus on building meaningful relationships and offering value in your content strategy. And I've heard this very often. Yes, I'm running ads, but nobody is buying Of course they are not. Are you buying after one ad? I'm not actually. Well, unless it's something that I really want right now and when it's really cheap. 
And people really need nurturing. They already need to have this belief that they need something. So, you know, there is this, this marketing standard that says people need to see you seven times before they're going to buy from you. I believe it's a little bit more than seven times. But mostly it is about um, finding the connection. People want to be connected. People want to understand your story. And especially when you're a solopreneur and maybe you're not even selling product, products, it's going to be so much more about you and your personal brands. The second myth is you need to do as many webinars as you can. They need to be long and focused on your client's paying. Webinars, once a staple of marketing strategies, need a rethink. Lengthy webinars can lead to disengagement and drop-offs. If a webinar is too long, people are, you know, getting out of it. Instead, opt for shorter, value-packed web webinars that deliver actionable insights and leave the audience wanting more. And this is difficult, right? Because you want to have a webinar. Actually, you want a webinar to be like, oh, oh, yes, yes, tell me more, tell me more. But it should also give you a lot of value. And this is really the, sec uh, the secret uh, formula that your client, possible client, wants. So... You want to make people, you want to share the, your story, you want to share your um, opinion, you want something, you want them to share your desire for them in order to sell your offer. And if you want to be good at webinars, you need to practice. So do not give up on web webinars. I'm not saying that you shouldn't do them, but be original in your approach. So for instance, in my case, I'm not running a lot of webinars. I just this, did one uh, this spring. It was called Nine Lives, and I'm going to do one um, this summer. It's called Art Profits, and it's a very, very specific topic. I'm not going to rerun a webinar more than once because I, I then I'm out of the energy, and it always has a new kind of secret formula. I mean, secret sounds very big, but really a new idea that I want to share with the world so that people can get a taste of what it's like to work with me, with me. Because my clients every week hear something new and then I'm saying, oh yes, you know what, you should try this. And I had this idea for you and this, you know, poor clients, they always really have to, <laughs> have to work very hard. <laughs> now they can decide if they want to do something yes or no. But, you know, um, a webinar is really for people to get a, a taste of what it's like working with you. So don't give away all your information, but do give away your energy. Third myth is to fill up your mailing list, you need a lead magnet. So lead magnets have long been used to attract potential customers. Things like, I don't know, 10 tips for a cleaner house or, I don't know, listen to this and your life will change change in minutes but uh, <laughs> most lead magnets are not very good and mine aren't either so sometimes I still have those those uh, lead magnets uh, you know that pdfs on my website and I'm like oh actually I really should take them off you know because people are still downloading them um, so yeah <laughs> consider providing all the information in your lead magnets uh, without gating it behind forms to build trust and engagement. 
And then what happens is that you won't get the email address, but if it's really good, people will voluntarily decide to subscribe to your mailing. And those are the people that you want. You don't want to burn your audience. You don't want to ruin your reputation with crappy lead magnets. What did I want to share with this? Uh, yes, I just recently, so, or half a year ago or something, I ungated my, my lead magnet, which, was, which is a sales plan workshop. It's a video training of 20 minutes. And, uh, and actually, it's, you know, it's been watched a lot. And so, yeah, you know, that's the interesting thing. You know, once you're opening it up for others, uh, it can be so much more, more interesting. Same goes, by the way, with content. So what I saw once with someone who created, con who created content and she said with creating content, she's pretending like she's getting paid to create content. And I think that should be the mindset in creating content. It's, it's as if your client is paying you to tell, to tell you this and, and that's exactly the level you want to be at. And don't be afraid to give away too much information because I'm sharing, you know, what I'm, sh I'm sharing with my clients, right? So this whole podcast is based on the client questions I'm getting, but still there is many people stepping into my programs. Why is that? Because they see the value that I'm sharing. And, you know, once they come to me, once they come into my programs, they will get really, you know, personalized advice and everything. And of course it's a step further. They know that. Um, but don't be afraid to give away too much. Fourth business myth. You need to send, or marketing myth, you need to send a message to anyone who's liking your posts and reels. Um, so we can't ignore the fact that uh, cold DMs, direct messages, and uncomfortable sales calls have left a bad taste for many consumers. And today's clients and customers value authenticity and personalized communication. So ditch the cold outreach and focus on building relationships through genuine interactions and let people come to you by creating good content. It's actually so easy. And still every day I'm receiving cold messages. And the only thing that, <laughs> that I'm I want to send back, but I'm not doing it because it's, you know, it's also a waste of my time. I always say, no, thank you. I think, you know, that's polite. And, um, but uh, I always want to send something back like, oh, you could do so much better. <laughs> Whilst they said it to me, obviously. So that's, you know, another little bit of a cold message. But I mean, you know, that's, uh, as we say it in Dutch, a cookie of your own dough. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, I think, I think it's such a waste of time. Yes, you can, you can do it, right? You can have people, uh, cold call possible clients. And I know this works. I know this works for some industries, but I think if you're a solopreneur, I'm not sure if that's the way that you want to have your clients. And I mean, imagine how those, you know, imagine how working with those clients is going to be like, are they nice because you treated them nice? I don't know. I think you put in what, you know, you get what you put in. So fifth myth is you need to hop on as many sales calls as you can. So similarly to the uh, previous one, uncomfortable sales calls have become a thing of the past. Instead, aim for consultative selling and relationship building. 
understand your clients' needs and offer tailored solutions and um, really turning your sales process into a helpful and also an empowering experience. People really want to decide themselves whether or not they want to work with you. People are not crazy anymore. They are not stupid. You just have to guide them to making the right decision. And sometimes when it's not you, it's good. So I had one sales call a couple of weeks back and she was having a call with many coaches, which I actually applauded. I said, great job, so you can make a good decision. And she said, no, she didn't want to work with me. And she really liked the conversation and everything, but someone else I don't remember uh, right now, or I'm actually not going to share with you. I do remember now. Um, but uh, reason X, Y, Z, X, X, Y, Z, that's why she didn't want to work with me. And I trust that person with, uh, you know, judging that that way, you know, I trust her understanding that someone else is better for her. And I'm not going to be sad about it because it would have been probably not a very good collaboration, you know, if she actually wanted to work with someone else. So embracing, embracing these new essentials is really, in my eyes, crucial to thrive in the modern marketing landscape. And you really want to inspire rather than to annoy. Um, focus on meaningful connections, value-driven content, personalized interactions. And to be honest, it's also so much more fun, right? So to summarize our takeaways from today's episode. First, move away from traditional ads and prioritize building genuine relationships with your audience. Second, Shorter, value-packed webinars are often more effective in keeping your audience engaged. Third, create lead magnets that offer significant value and consider providing them without gating. Fourth, say goodbye to cold DMs and focus on authentic interactions to connect to your audience. Fifth, embrace consultative selling and personalized approaches to make the sales process more comfortable for your customers. Enjoy beating these myths and really walking 10,000 miles ahead of all those people who are following coaching who still believe that, that they need ads and lead magnets and long webinars. You are very well on your way to making your audience really enjoy your content and after enjoy working with you. And now it's time for one of your questions. So I did get a question from my audience in my inbox and um, it was the following. This person asked me how to diversify my income stream as a freelancer. And because this person doesn't really want to uh, create, you know, s stuff and everything. So, okay, so I, 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 I told him to consider the following. First step is to ditch your hourly rates. Create packages. I don't know how often I have to say this to freelancers, but stop doing those hourly rates. The reason why you want to do that is because clients don't really care how much, uh, how many hours you're spending on a project. You know, they, of course, need it fast and everything, but um, 
Yeah, and and also, uh, you know, if you are, um, so I have an episode created, episode 60, I'm going to, um, I think you should listen to this, uh, and it says, hourly rates are for lower, lazy people. So if you're very slow, um, yeah, you should really keep your your hourly rates, Uh, but if you're very fast in what you're doing, you should create packages. Packages. So listen to episode 60 on how to do that <laughs> of this podcast. Uh, second tip I want to give you is to think of something you really like to do. See if you can make money out, uh, of it. So maybe you really like to sell and uh, maybe you also really like clothes. Then consider uh, selling clothes on vin- Vinted. You know, maybe you really like to do that and you find a way. Maybe you really like to video edit, create a cash cow channel on YouTube or maybe a TikTok channel. Or maybe you have a specific hobby, like for instance, you like to get Pokemon cards uh, and you really know, you know how to find them and you really like to trade them. Well, you know what? Go for it. Why not? You know, you don't have to just rely on your freelance income and money is money third tip I want to give you is to think about how you can make your knowledge work for you in templates maybe write a book a course or more you know this is so important in the information age you know you probably really have something to say don't be afraid to share this and um, and actually be you know be of service because if you're keeping all your knowledge to yourself maybe uh, you shouldn't do that because, you know, people really can benefit from it. And why would you keep that from others? So good luck to diversifying your income as a freelancer. Now I have a question for you. My question for you today is which marketing strategy are you currently using and can you work on more marketing strategies? So maybe it's time to focus on, sorry, uh, not work on more, but work on more. Sorry, I said it wrong. Um, So which one do you want to expand on? Maybe it's time to focus on one thing specifically that you want to be really good at. For instance, creating a podcast creating blog posts, vlogs, reels, anything. Do this for the next three months and see what happens. You can still sign up for my free masterclass, Art Profit, where I will be sharing additional tips in how to grow your income as an artist. And it's going to be so good. I cannot wait to share Tuesday, August 29th, 8 p.m. and you can subscribe through bureauswb.com slash art profit. Thank you so much for listening and have a happy rest of your day. Thank you for listening to Big Business with Sarah. If you've enjoyed today's episode, leave a five-star review and hit subscribe. If you're ready for your next step in business, you can find out how to work with me in the show notes. Do not forget to submit your coaching question for one of my next episodes. Have a happy day.